to Drawn Out, a podcast about Disney animated film. I'm your host, Brooke. I'm your other host, Chase. And welcome to a mini-sode. Welcome to a mini-sode. <laughs> so, quick, like, just other things. I went and saw, I've seen Toy Story 4, and mm-hmm. you haven't, which mm-hmm. is crazy. That doesn't usually happen. This um, is an unusual my, occurrence. My mom is really pushing the movies this summer, so I've also seen Spider-Man oh. Far From Home, but let's talk about Toy Story 4. It was really good, you guys. It was so good. I love the part where um, Woody, like, told Bo Peep that he was really proud of her character growth. I was searching for something funnier. I couldn't. Yeah. My brain just couldn't. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> um, the, the cast is incredible. There's lots of existentialism in there. And I just relate to Forky on lots of levels. Is Forky the millennial toy? The toy of millennials? Um, his first word is trash, so yes. Yes. Oh, he might be a little more Gen Z. He sounds a little more Gen Z. <laughs> yeah, but no, he's great. Christina Hendricks is a great... Um, I don't know exactly how to describe her. She's not quite the antagonist, but she kind of is. Is she the mob boss doll? Yeah. Doll who's like godfather, but yeah. a porcelain doll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like a, she's Gabby Gabby, so she's like a chatty Kathy. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Got it, got it. Yeah, and actually, like, I really, I ended up really Or a liking, talking Tina. Yeah, I ended up really liking her character, actually. And my, not me, it's funny, because it's just my mom and my brother are obsessed with good girls, which is Christina Hendricks, Retta, and Mae Whitman, Donna from Parks and Rec, and Katara from Last Airbender. If you don't know who Mae Whitman is, you're not paying attention. You need to go watch The Last Airbender. <laughs> or, or Arrested Development. Or Scott or American Pelton. Dragon Jake Long. <laughs> or, um, or Good Girls, because it gets insane so fast. Like, the first episode, these women rob a grocery store. Okay. All right. And I, ca- I couldn't keep up with it, but we... we we love Christina Hendricks in this house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like a good time. The reviews have all been great. Yeah. Someday I'll see it. I was, yeah, it was, it was, it was really good. And um, we watched a short for you today. We did watch a short. Uh, so we, we mentioned when mm-hmm. we watched Fox and the Hound. Mm-hmm. It was one of the first films that Tim Burton worked on. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh yeah, he was at Disney. Let's watch one of his shorts. Yeah. And so we watched Vincent from 1982 and it's, Looks like it's cl- claymation. Yeah, oh, I meant to look up and see if it was, like, officially, like, claymation. I'm sure it was. It, defi- was. it was definitely stop motion of some kind. Yeah, yeah. And it's about a little seven-year-old boy named Vincent Malloy, mm-hmm. who wants to be Vincent Price, and it's narrated by Vincent Price. Now, who is Vincent Price, exactly, for those of us who aren't um, big Hollywood buffs? He is kind of the king of mid-century Hollywood horror camp. He was in the original House of Wax. Our generation will know him better as voice actor. He's the voice of Radigan in Great Mouse Detective. Ooh. He's the voice of Zigzag in um, The Thief and the Cobbler. Oh, okay. Uh, which is not Disney, but still incredible. And you also might know him from Bill Hader's impression of him from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> he was, Vincent Price is just like, he did a lot of really spooky stuff, but he was a really cool person and um, a bi icon. Mmm, nice, nice. Um, so him doing this narr- voiceover was a big deal for me and literally not anybody else in the room, and that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just don't have that Hollywood knowledge that you do. 
But I, that's because I consume content while you're creating content, so you fair. probably have it better off. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's a comparison. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. But it is everything you would expect when you hear the words Tim Burton short. Yeah, it's everything. like, we, we were talking about it, like, as soon as we turned it off, we're like, did you feel like you were in middle school again? And we were mm-hmm. talking about some of our, like, you know, 2002, 2003, 2004 Hot Topic purchases. hmm I literally, uh, just, like, two days ago was in a very, very bad, sort of, like, angry, anxious, upset mood, and I put on Linkin Park in the car, and it was such a mood, and that's how I felt watching this short all over again. Yeah. And also, okay, sidebar... Why do, Why is Gen Z not making angry music like we did? Like, Gen Z has so much to be angry um, about. I'm and I'm like, think. am I just missing out? Um, am I too old? Do I not know the scene anymore? Have you listened to Billie Eilish? I I think a couple of her songs. Her, his songs? Her. her okay, cool. I'm like, okay, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, no, she... I'm trying to remember, because the only song I really have on there anymore is My Strange Obsession, because it samples The Office. Um, okay. But, and then bad guy is memed pretty frequently now, but it has a it has a subtle anger to it. It's not it's not like Lincoln Park. It's not Jimmy Eat World. It's mm-hmm. not. I just like we're so prime mm-hmm. for those angry anti government. Like I'm all for the like anti patriarchy songs mm-hmm. that are coming out, which are great yeah, and fantastic. But it's just. But we're so ready for another yeah. wave or, of... Or maybe we're just... I don't know. Because I'm trying to think the most recent stuff in my playlist. I don't know. I do know. I feel like I'm out of touch because I... Th- like, I was... Today, like, Regina Spector came up on my shuffle. I'm like, ugh, I'm so basic. And, like, I don't... <laughs> if, I don't know what that says about me that I think Regina Spector is basic <laughs> music. She's not basic. She's but not she's... basic. I she's mean, like, older, that's for sure. Yeah. I only downloaded her because she was on the, a recent Hamilton song. Oh, yeah. So I have a couple. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, she exists. And it's her and Ben Folds and her her newest album. I forgot what it's called, but it's very cinematic and it helped me get through grad school. It's very important. <laughs> I did remember suddenly there's rapper. He does. He did Hamilton stuff. This is going to Oh, oh. Is, was he the guy on um, Immigrants? Uh, Riz Ahmed? Riz Ahmed, gosh, Star Wars. <laughs> Why do we know him? Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. I, he's got some good anti-war music that he puts out. But yeah, I get. Well, we just had um the music video. Uh, God, this is where my brain is today, guys. American music video. What is that song called? No one was talking about it. This is America. This is America. That's a pretty angry. Yeah. Fulfilling. Yeah. Well, I guess it's out there. Yeah. Well, and he, well, he's a millennial. That's true. That's true. So anyway, uh, so this Tim Burton short, high middle Just, sc- millennial middle school energy. Yeah. Very hot topic. Yeah. The like classic hot topic. Classic hot topic. Like, like right my- that in between phase between mm-hmm. being a band store and like a novelty shop. Yeah. My my first t shirt from Hot Topic. Um, this would probably have been I was in eighth grade, so it's late two thousand two, early two thousand three. No, like two thousand four. It had like kind of a ghoul looking girl and then she had a speech bowl saying, Hug me or I shall destroy you <laughs> Which is just like I remember being that person. <laughs> yeah. We we were. We, we we really went through it. I will say I'm not sure I have ever bought a t-shirt from Hot Topic. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I ever did. If I, think, I did, it was a Teen Titans t-shirt. Yeah. I can't remember if that was Target or Hot Topic. Yeah, I think I think I only got that one. So were you more of an emo kid or a scene kid in high school? Because we graduated 2009, the height of the, height of <gasps> My, the scene scene. Dude, I was a weeb. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you left out a very important oh, category. Oh, man. Oh, man. How could I forget? Well, because I, 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 cause I was like, I was kind of a prep repressing my weeb. Mm. I was big time weeb in middle school. And then I kind of drifted away from that group in high school. And now, of course, I'm friends with them again. Right. And I'm not fr- as many friends with my like choir prep Mormon people. To be fair, uh, you could blame this on me being a Gemini, but mm-hmm. I was very much a social chameleon. I was a weeb and president of the anime club, but I also hung out with all of the artsy, druggy kids who wore okay. like patches on all their clothing and were more like emo punk scene. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, I was like in all the AP classes, so I was like super smart and mm-hmm. hung out with all the prep kids mm-hmm. and did better than them without studying. Um, and then, like, I hung out with all the scene kids at lunch because they were also into anime. Mm-hmm. So, like, I kind of hit up all the circles. Gotcha. But I think more than anything, I was weeb. Okay. This short is very much applicable to that middle school vibe. Yeah. That poor boy Vincent who wants his life to be dark and dramatic, but it's mm-hmm. normal and yeah. every day. And his mom is just like, you don't have a dead wife buried in the garden. You're seven years old. Please go play out in the sunshine. I'm torn between, like, I really want to find the short funny. Um, I, Like, you were cracking up the whole time. <laughs> but I just kept thinking, I'm like, your child needs therapy. Please get your child a therapist. <laughs> Please. Yeah. He needs help. You don't have to make him normal, but he's clearly got going, something going, going on. Something. But it's very much like it resonated mm-hmm. with that energy of like, oh, I don't feel like I fit in with anybody mm-hmm. else. And like, that's like mm-hmm. why it was also I, appealing I to our generation. I just want spooky all the time. Oh, by the way, I have discovered a new hair salon. It's called Little Shop of Haircuts. It's a horror themed salon. How cute. Right across the street from the same salon I've been going to since I was 14, so I'm kind of torn. That does make it tough. Yeah. I need to to trim my bangs. I actually do, too. I, like... They're, you know, they're getting to that length where they just poke you in the eye. I know. I hate that. And I've been thinking about trying, like, those deep conditioners that deposit color. Oh. I've never done anything crazy with the color, and I kind of want to try something. Why not? It's summertime. It's summertime for Do something go nuts. (laughs) Is it really only a few more weeks? It's wild. Honestly, yeah. Like, this time next month, we're going to be almost back. I'm going to be working again, almost. Woof. Yeah. What was your favorite gag in the Vincent short? I liked the the early one where he's like, okay, I'm going to make a, my dog a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> that was cute. Yeah, His like, dog looked just like Frank and Weenie. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> I liked the um, digging his wife up bit. That was mm-hmm. really funny. And yeah. there, there's this portrait of his wife <laughs> that looks like a Tim Burton portrait. Well, and that was another thing that kind of felt like seventh grade weebiness. Yeah, yeah. Because that was when... We had our wife who was in, like, I'm looking at the spot right now that we're, we're sitting in my childhood bedroom, and I know exactly where I have, used to hang my Inuyasha posters. Ooh. <laughs> I had um, wall scrolls, the big, like, fabric oh, posters. Dang. I had two of them. I still have two of them. They are in my closet. I know exactly where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you no, know, I was the shippo in our friend group. <laughs> the shippo? Aw. Mm-hmm. I wasn't. 
I made friends with that group after, like, Inuyasha had kind of faded mm-hmm. out. Yeah. So I didn't really have an Inuyasha name or role, mm-hmm. but I had an Oran High School host club role where I was Hikaru. Yes, you were. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Gemini, one of the twins. Weird how that happened. <laughs> what a shocker. Um, and my, my teddy bear, Mr. Roosevelt, um, his Build-A-Bear birth certificate says um, that he's Honey Bear. Aww. Also for Oran. Because I was never quite in a group like that when I was into Oran, but, like, that's who I would have been, probably. I don't know if that's who I would be now, but that's who I would have been in high school. Like, you would not believe how huggy I was in high school. It was... (laughs) I'm sorry to everybody who knew me then, because I was huggy and annoying, but also, like... Did you ever use the word glomp? No. Oh. Only only in, like, role play. <laughs> no, I never I don't think I ever used it in person. If you're listening to this and you know, tell me privately, don't tell me out. <laughs> I don't think I can like that th- like that's what you could do for me for my birthday. <laughs> uh I will say we would be remiss if we did not mention Margaret Keane. Yes. Um so you may or may not know, but Tim Burton's art is very much um, an homage to mm-hmm. Margaret Keene. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very inspired by her. She's the first one to do that big eye mm-hmm. art style. Oh, yeah. That kind of creepy doll look yeah. that clearly inspired Tim Burton like yeah. so much. Um, to the point that Tim Burton's the one who produced the biopic for her. Yeah, the one with Amy Adams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't seen it in its um, final cut. Mm-hmm. I got to see like an early sneak peek of it. I didn't love it enough. <laughs> I don't even know how I got into it. I didn't go in film school because mm. it came out in like 2013 or 14. But oh, And you graduated on time, so. <laughs> I did do that. Now, when did this movie come out? 2014, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just am on a list. Okay. Um, <laughs> weird. But anyway, yeah, she did that art first. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of cool to see like how that has, I don't know, really resonate with an entire generation. Yeah. It's really cool. But anyway, yeah, the movie Big Eyes was okay. And <laughs> I didn't love it. I don't know if they changed it since I mm-hmm. <laughs> I wrote a very plain opinion of like, mm-hmm. hey, I would change these five things mm-hmm. to make your movie better. Don't know if they listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I enjoyed the short. Mm-hmm. It was Yeah. If you had just shown that to me and I didn't have the context of me being in middle school, I don't know that I would have liked it. It's yeah. cute. I don't know that I would love it yeah, and, now, and, who yeah, I am. Yeah, it just has that. Uh, yeah, it just is such a major nostalgia factor. Yeah. And that's what that's what did it for us. So if yeah. you are around, you know, if you were in middle school and high school in the aughts, then it, I think it will resonate and with I you. And I think, too, if you like that kind of slightly creepy, melodramatic yeah. horror, mm-hmm. you'll love this short. Absolutely. It's just not my yeah. sense of humor anymore. Yeah. It was at one time because I was melodramatic and yeah. slightly creepy. Was? <laughs> I'm melodramatic in a different way now. Yes, you are. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. You're still melodramatic. That's a very fair call out. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that was our short we watched. I'm very glad we watched it. It was really cool. Um, and it makes me, it made me really excited for James and the Giant Peach. Yeah. I actually like, looked. I'm like, when is that? Oh, it's in 10 years. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we also, we watched some trailers because there were some we big ones. did. Some big trailers dropped this Move week. On. Some major Disney news dropped. Oh. Um, so, yeah, we'll start with Mulan. Um, that was the most recent of the trailers mm-hmm. to come out. Yeah. It, it looks very beautiful. It looks so good. And I was really surprised to see that um, 
Mulan's mom is being played by Rosalind Chow, who um, Star Trek fans will know as Keiko O'Brien. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, she was the person I recognized, and I'm trying to remember the actress who plays Mulan. I don't know her name. She's a very, very famous Chinese actress. Yes, and she's beautiful, and, like, I, my, my Chinese friends are like, yeah, like, if you want to cast, like, generic-looking, beautiful Chinese woman, that's it. Yeah, all my Chinese friends were stoked when they heard yeah. about her casting. Louis Yifei. Mm-hmm. Okay. Louis Yifei. Yifei. Mm-hmm. And it just looks real good. It does look very, very stunning. I And it's. I feel like it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a very different tone from the animated, which is, I think yeah. is a good thing. That looks like they're taking more of, like, the actual fable into account. There's not going to be Mushu. There might... I would be surprised if there are any songs or... There's no songs. Yeah. They're not doing any songs. I'm sure there'll be a credit song so they can try to push maybe, like, an original score or something. Yeah. But there is not, like, none of the songs will be in it. I'm personally kind of torn. Yeah. Because, so, when we haven't watched Mulan, and I am very excited to watch Mulan when we get there. And I'm excited to watch it with joy. Yes. However, I don't, Mulan, I don't believe is made for Chinese. Mm -hmm. I think it's maybe, like, more geared, it's just geared towards young girls. Yeah. It's, like, heavy on the gender themes, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk about all of that when we get there. I don't want to say it's made for more the Chinese-American experience. I think that might be even pushing too far. Mm -hmm. And so when Disney says things like, oh, we're making this movie more true to the original Chinese roots, Mm -hmm. I get really like, uh, for real? Because you did not cast a Chinese director. Mm -hmm. You did not hire Chinese screenwriters. Mm -hmm. You are, like... They did not know. I think there might be one uh, Chinese producer. Um, I did not see any Chinese screenwriters. To be fair, um, I wasn't looking at photos of the screenwriters. I do not know their history or their story. Mm -hmm. But their names were American names, as far as I can tell, or, like, Mm -hmm. European names. Um, The director is a woman, which is cool, but she is very white. So if you're... she's a Kiwi. Mm -hmm. If you're saying, like, we want to stay true to the original story, then you should be true throughout. And people have the same criticism of Aladdin. Yeah. So I want to be like, hey, that's awesome that you're staying true. But it feels like a garbage excuse. Because have we talked about how it's possible they don't own all of Mulan? Yeah. So Disney conspiracy theory, one of the creatives on Mulan sued Disney um, and settled for something. And we don't know what it is. It's all very hush hush. Yeah. Um, Looks like we've got one Chinese producer and one Japanese producer. Yeah. So the guy who sued, we don't know what Mm -hmm. happened over Mulan, but it's very, very possible that Disney does not have the rights to the original Mulan story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, they're doing this because they can't get Mushu, they can't get the songs. Right. Yeah. Which, the only reason I'm inclined to believe that is because every other Disney adaptation has been 100% true to the animated yeah. one. Like, Lion King, they're talking shot by shot. Mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast was 100%. Cinderella deviated the most, and it deviated hardly at all. And it was the best one. I agree. But their pattern has been to stay the same. Yeah. And then they're breaking the pattern with Mulan all mm-hmm. of a sudden. And then like, yeah. oh, we're going to stay true. Well, you didn't with Aladdin. Yeah. I'm just very skeptical. I'm yeah. sure it will be a beautiful film. I just, you know, there's a lot of corporateness tied up in this yep. film. Mm-hmm. I'm still excited. It's gorgeous. It looks absolutely stunning. Yeah. But yeah, it's just something to be aware of going in. Like, it's awesome that we're going to see 100% Chinese mm-hmm. representation on the screen, I'm right? To see as far as I know, mm-hmm. all of the actors are Chinese. Jet um, Li is going to play the emperor. 
That'll be cool. I remember when they announced that casting, I was like, yes. <sighs> Speaking of casting announcements. A Little Mermaid Little cast. Mermaid, Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey is going to be the Little Mermaid. She's gorgeous. I haven't had the chance to listen to her music, but mm-hmm. I hear it's great. Oh, she and her sister sang the national anthem at the Super Bowl, and I got goosebumps. Ooh, mm-hmm. very excited. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the Melissa McCarthy as Ursula is a rumor. Because Lizzo would be amazing. Lizzo would be amazing. Lizzo! Um, and uh, Terry Crews has started to make a minor push to play Triton. Ooh, good to Terry Crews. I think that would be fun. That would be really fun. Although, like, someone said Idris Elba, and I just <gasps> died. Yes. Not that Terry Crews is not super uh, hot I, and attractive. I mean, I mean, Terry Crews has good dad energy, but Idris Elba is a daddy. <laughs> Either way, King Triton will be great. Yeah. Um, Prince Eric has not been announced yet, and I just like to put out there, Disney can call me at any time. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> saying. People yeah. are already upset if Ariel's black, I mean, so are they going to be upset if Prince Eric is played by a girl? No, yeah. it'll be fine. But Eric doesn't sing, so you're good. <laughs> I'm great. Eric, yeah, Eric never has to sing. It'll be fine. Totally fine. <laughs> and if they want to deviate from that, you know, you can train her. She's got, she's got good stuff. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've got. I've got. I feel um, like I feel like I've been roasting you this episode. I feel that. Woo! Mercury turned back quick. <laughs> Speak. Is, is Mercury in retrograde right yes. now? I got cat called four times today, and I was like, I bet this is yeah, Mercury's no, fault. Like I saw, it was like Mercury is going to be the hardest on like Cancer and Leo placements. Cancer, I'm Cancer Sun, Cancer Rising, Leo Mercury, Leo Mars. <laughs> I am just going to be like. And I'm switching around a lot of medications right now, trying to get okay. I've had a rough couple of weeks. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have continue to have a rough couple of weeks. Well, your weeks are not as rough as Maleficent. Nope. How was that transition? Did I do okay? <laughs> good enough. I've literally never done transitions, and suddenly I'm like, I'm going to try. <laughs> Um, yeah, we also watched the Maleficent trailer. Mistress of Evil. It looks like there's a lot going on, but I am going to be there because Michelle Pfeiffer is there. Michelle Pfeiffer is there to play um, Sleeping Beauty's mother, which is cool because we haven't had um, like any development mm-hmm. of Sleeping Beauty's mom's character. And it looks like she's going to be the bad guy. Yeah, no, that's fine. Because um, in, in the original Grimm's fairy tale... Um, it actually extends past the wedding. Um, there's something about the mother or the mother-in-law wants to eat the babies or something. It's, no, I'm not familiar with this version of the tale. Yeah, so. I mean, and obviously it's going to be something way different, but we got a shot of Michelle Pfeiffer in, like, a suit of armor, but it was, like, a ball gown. Mm-hmm. And I'm that was here, pretty cool. I'm here for that. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Have you watched Stardust lately? It's on Netflix. Have I ever watched Stardust would have been the better way to ask <gasps> that question. It is so insanely your kind of movie. I've only seen the end of it, actually, because it was on Okay, because it's got, um, I don't remember his name, but Daredevil and Claire Danes are the main characters, and De Niro's there, and Michelle Pfeiffer is there. It's such a good movie, Chase. Oh my goodness, you will love it. If it wasn't so late, I'd say, okay, you're staying You're staying over. No, I have to go edit this, though. <laughs> like I'm saying, if you weren't, I would say, we're going to sit down and watch Stardust. Maybe another time. Um, again, we're back to me consuming media. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, tell me all your... I didn't I see, the, I didn't, I didn't see the, the original. One. Okay, so on the ball gown subject, mm-hmm. it is cool that they, like, juxtaposed mm-hmm. her in the, like, full armored ball mm-hmm. gown with um, Angelina Jolie in the more, like, scantily clad mm-hmm. nature-y outfit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I forgive you. This is cool. I like this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
juxtaposition mm-hmm. of like armored. And anyway, that's a cool metaphor. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. I just like. I didn't like Maleficent. I mean, I know I talk about the dragon. I have other complaints. Oh, uh, because I saw Philip for the first time. In yeah, this trailer, and Oof. I, I, I have, I have some notes. That that hurts a girl's heart, uh, very deeply. Yeah, like yeah. So, uh, like, okay. So one, Maleficent, not a dragon. Philip, boring, plain white bread, annoying, Ugh. frustrating. Don't like those things. Mm-hmm. I also didn't like, um, so a main point of Maleficent's story mm-hmm. in the live action film is that she mm-hmm. is betrayed by a man she loves. Mm-hmm. And that's what pushes her to be evil. Mm-hmm. And that was like frustrating to me because I am very tired of the yeah. women are monsters because they've been hurt by men trope. Mm-hmm. So when they were like, oh, we're going to do another movie about Maleficent. I was like, what are you going to do? Because you just did the like hurt by men trope. Mm-hmm. And now that we've seen this trailer, it's the, oh, you're doing the overprotective mother trope. Like, Mm -hmm. yay! Another traditional female monster. You have two Mm -hmm. options. You're either a monster mom or you're uh, made into a monster by your ex-boyfriend. And we're going to have two monster moms in this film. So that's going to be interesting. And it didn't help that the whole, they're like, hey, we're going to introduce like all of these cool fairies. By the way, you need to mom. You, you, Maleficent, need to be the mom for all these fairies. You raised a human daughter time to raise your own like hold what why are we doing this why i don't (sighs) anyway i know that there's like a lot of commentary of like disney girls don't have moms and they need mother figures and like sure that's great why does it gotta be maleficent who is forgive my donald duck the baddest (laughs) in all of disney like why would you do this to her (laughs) You took, you literally, you took the baddest ever made, ever made in animated history, and you have just nerfed her in so many ways, and on top of it, you took the best Disney prince, the most badass Disney prince, CC my famous Tumblr post that is on BuzzFeed, thank you very, or not BuzzFeed, some other famous meme site, it's fine, I googled myself, uh, see that. Okay, Prince Philip is the best, and you nuked him too. I just don't, I don't like Maleficent. The first Mistress of Evil trailer, I was like, okay, I'm into this song. I could get into this thing. This trailer, not into it. And I think I ranted for like five full minutes now. But yeah, that's my feelings. If you're excited for Maleficent, great. Be excited for Maleficent. I don't know if I'm excited about it, but I'll probably see it. I'm sure I will, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, man. But I will, like, just... I'll, I'll be there with my notebook, and I'm just gonna be, like, scribbling so, so the whole time so you're angrily. Gonna hate, you're gonna hate watch. I'm gonna hate watch. I, I hate watch it the first time. Because here's what happened. Mm-hmm. As I didn't get to see Maleficent the week it came out, and I was with a friend who had seen it, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, please just tell me Angelina Jolie turns into a dragon and it's beautiful. And he was like... Well, I won't tell you. And I was like, oh, so that means that she didn't. He's like, no, I, I didn't. I don't say that. I just won't tell you and you should go yeah. see it. And I was like, that's not how this works. Gotcha. If she did, you would have told me. And so yeah. I was already hate watching it when I yeah. saw it the first time. Okay. Uh, and it just disappointed. Like, I went in with like, oh, I'm going to be angry about this. And it never redeemed itself. So anyway, those are my feelings. I'm a little and does Elle Fanning really have anything to do? I have no opinions on Elle Fanning. She's sweet. She's cute. She's really not in the Maleficent a lot. Um, So it'll be interesting to see her take a larger role in Mistress of Evil. And I like nothing against Michelle Pfeiffer. She looks great. She looks like she's doing a great job. Angelina Jolie does an amazing job. Mm -hmm. I hate the story. 
And I hate the way the writers nuked characters that I love dearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I just don't like what they've done with yeah. a very, very beautiful... But we made all these same arguments when we watched Beauty or Sleeping Beauty. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's all we watched. That's it. Um, I mean, we could end on sad Disney news. Disney star died. That's right, yeah. It was very sad. Cameron. Voice. Cameron Did you Boyce. see anything that he was in? I have yet to watch Descendants. I really want to. He played Cruella DeVille's mm-hmm. son. And, like, the, from what I read of him, he sounds like he was really popular. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. obviously everyone's going to say nice things now. But, like, yeah. he sounds like he was a really cool mm-hmm. guy. And that is very mm-hmm. sad. And I have always wanted to watch Descendants. I just have yeah. not gotten around to it. Um, one of my favorite people on Instagram is Corey. Uh, he he makes, he draws mostly Disney paper dolls. Mm. And they're beautiful and they're incredible. He does a lot of Descendants stuff. Nice. Um, but yeah, that's mm-hmm. oof. Um, on another sad note, mm-hmm. rabies at Epcot. Yeah, that happened rabies this week. Rabies at Epcot. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully this doesn't ruin the entire future of working cats at Disney parks. Yeah, that would be very very sad. Well, I mean that would it would be worse because of rats, right? Right. Yeah, the cats are but still like, out there doing but their like, job. You know, but at Epcot, it's probably going to be weird for a while yeah yeah look out florida you have you have even more things to worry about on better news um the friend pass or the friend ticket is happening at the park. That's right, yep. I don't think we, we didn't talk about that last you minute, te- so... You texted me about it. text you about right it. Right as I was walking into the theater to watch Toy Story, and I had just Aww. woken up, and I was being a monster about going to the movies. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm learning to be better about it. Aww. And it helps now that, like, you have to pick your seats, so we've been planning our movie things ahead of time. Mm-hmm. That helps me a little bit. Also, like... Seeing Spider-Man just reminded me of, like, oh, yeah, I'm a comics person. (laughs) And so I'm already feeling a little bit better. And Tom Holland looks just enough like my brothers that I've decided he's my son now. Like, if, I don't know. Like, he looks, I think he looks like my brothers. I see it. I see it. He's starting to thicken out. Yeah. He's 23. Yeah. Um, I know, like, I'm like, oh, your shoulders are broader in this movie than Mm -hmm. the last time I Mm -hmm. saw you. Like you're my friend or something. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I will say, like, hey, if you want a tour of Disneyland, listeners, mm-hmm. and you are like, oh, I could get down on the friend pass, the friend ticket, I will mm-hmm. give you a tour of Disneyland. That is, yeah. Um, the tour from Chase is really good. Yeah. Like, she lives, she lives the parks. So. I don't think that breaks my pass contract. I think, like, as long as I'm with you in the park mm-hmm. and I'm, I will not leave <laughs> your side. I yeah. will give you the tour. Mm-hmm. I you know what? You want a ride tour? I got it. You want a show tour? A parade tour? I got everything. You want to do the meet and greets? She knows exactly mm. what to do, exactly what to say. I do. Um, did I already talk about I one time asked Captain America to fondue with me? Oh, yeah. You absolutely did. I did. It was a great time. That was so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and you remember the time that we met back Black Panther and I froze? Yep. And he called me out? Yes, he did. It was adorable. <laughs> so cute. I still have kind like, I'm new to meet and greets because it's something I do with you, but... I am learning to enjoy, especially once I like start getting a little bit better at my bounds and get my posture better. And I don't know, I like I've been I haven't been liking pictures of myself lately because I don't know how to I don't know how to pose. Practice in the mirror. That's what all the best cosplayers <laughs> yeah, do. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm the worst at posing. I don't know my body. I have no feeling, physical connection to my. 
physical form. Well, when when you join my Vogue project, I'm I feel like I'm I'll be better at fi- figuring that out behind the camera for you. Yeah, perfect, excellent. I'm easily directed. I okay. am a rag doll in your hands. Awesome. So we've been saying like, okay, this is the last thing for ten minutes. Yeah, we have. <laughs> so, um, I guess this is our drawn out closing already. Yeah. Um, except um, first, you should if you want to contact us, you can email us at. Uh, drawnoutcast at gmail.com. You can join our Facebook group, Drawn Out Chats. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Drawnoutcast. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Rate us on iTunes, please. Yeah. Um, and like if you if you write like a full review, then like people will probably pay attention to that too. That'll be nice. And then Ooh, we'll okay. see it and get happy and it'll mm-hmm. just make our day. It's my birthday soon, so think yeah. about it. Thank you guys uh, literally all around the world. We had an Indonesia download this month yeah, and a Mexico and, download. And we have our, our friends all across Europe. We appreciate yeah. you. I mean, maybe it's just our American friends on proxy servers. Yeah. Um, or maybe we actually have cool international friends. We'll never know if you don't reach out to us. Yeah, we want to we <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, just say hi. Twitter, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. Um, or iTunes review. I've done enough genealogy stuff that I can figure out most Germanic languages. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's what Google Translate is for as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're not comfortable leaving a review in English, leave it in whatever language you yeah. are comfortable in. Yeah. That would be rad. And this this is our drawn out closing. Bye. Bye-bye. is in no way affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its subsidiaries. The views expressed in this podcast by its hosts and its guests belong solely to those people and are not in any way representative of Disney nor any of our employers. Thanks for listening.